I'm gonna sit with Jerry on, her, on your butt. Jerry. Hey, good morning. We're live, guys. We always miss out on being live here. Hey, welcome to the five a.m. Master Scrum Show. I got a cat and a dog. Jerry, well, at least the cat is trying to figure out where she wants to lay. And then got the cat and the dog. I have to get a picture of this. Hold on. Can I get a picture? So everyone can believe me when I'll put it up on uh, Instagram or something like that. I need a picture. I need a picture. Bubbles. All right, we got a picture. So if you see the intro picture, I got a picture of Jerry. And I thought I lost Jerry. But I got his squeaky toy. Ooh, squeaky toy. Anyway, I'm off on a tangent. It's a Monday. What do you want? Hey, good morning. It's 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. I am Craig Master, Scrum Master and Azure Coach. And we are distracted by two little fluffies here that are spoiled to death. Anyway, so today I want to talk about um, testing going mad or bad or whatever you want to call it. The blind, when you put the, what they call the horse blinders on so that you can only see what you see and don't see anything going on around you and kind of saying a ticket that I sent to LinkedIn and how the uh, troubleshooting testing person said, everything looks fine on my part. It kind of reminds me, I remember watching SpaceX launch one of their rockets one day and they're like, oh, it's a perfect landing. That thing just blew up. Or my favorite is when people are counting down and they're they're focused on their timer and their countdown. And it's like, oh, we're we're we have liftoff. Uh I you need to look out your window because the rocket just went sideways. Yes, it lifted off and it's nominal with the thing, but it's going sideways or something like that, right? Um, it's something that people put these limitations on themselves. And what they do when they look at requirements and testing and don't look around. And we as agile coaches and scrum masters and people in general need to help people get past that every once in a while. So let's talk about that today a little bit this morning. This was inspired because of the commentary and the and the back and forth between myself and LinkedIn. We'll talk about that. Anyway, 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. I am Greg Master, Scrum Master and Azure Coach. And here on the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show, we talk about Scrum and Agile in a very tactical and practical way. And I am showing the banner of the job report from last Tuesday, right? Well, it's almost Tuesday already. It's been a week. Can you believe it's been a week already? Thanksgiving went through and everything. And in this banner that's going across the board, it has everything that, you know, the job, the Agile job front. And you can see big drops and like product. Agile Pro went down 41,000. Agile Project Manager. You know, went down 104,000. It tells you their systems closed up, right? And my favorite one that I was telling my wife about how um, there's the enterprise coach ones coming up. It went up like 100,000 posting. Here it is. It's up. Uh, it went all up to 90 some odd thousand. Right now it's at 44,000. There's not 44,000 enterprise coach jobs across the United States, right? Someone messed with the algorithm in LinkedIn and changed things. And the response I got back from the testing person or said, well, everything looks good. We recreate. It's coming out the way it's supposed to. I'm like, dude, I replied back. I don't think there's 40,000 enterprise coach jobs across the United States. that just got created over the past week. Right. I don't think that unless something's wrong. So 
it's classic. It's a classic situation where people who are testers sometimes and developers see their little nits and say, I've met the requirements. That's like the idea of, um, well, we want to use black typeface on the font, but we also want a black background. And then sometimes you got to say, uh, you won't see anything because the typeface and the background will be the same color. And yes, it will meet requirements, but your screen will be blank. Remember the old days when they used to do the white screen, the white text, get around the uh, the algorithms and, and stuff like that. It was there and it was trying to populate the, the, the coding until they wised up on how to fix that. But those are the kind of things that we as testers and coaches and people, we have to be mindful of and keep an eye on what's going around. Yes, it may pass the requirement that we gave here, Jerry. Here's your score. Here you have your score. <laughs> and everything. Bubbles, do you want to be on the show? Come here, Bubbles. Oh, there. There's Bubbles. That's a, it's a bait. Maybe the requirement was to show Jerry and you got a Bubbles. Well, that's not a dog. Well, she thinks she's a dog. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> she does think she's a dog. Um, so that's where we have to be mindful and able to share and be frank and honest with each other when we see that testing. This is, yeah, it met the requirement and does it, but it's not what the customer wants, nor is it going to be helpful in any way, shape, or form. That's like you look at a website and you're testing one functionality, but while you're testing functionality, you notice everything around you is totally hosed up. Do I tell anybody that everything that's going on, yeah, that we tested this part, but everything else is messed up? Do I want to be the one that tells everyone that? Well, yeah, you have to be. You have to let people know. Because if you see stuff and you don't call it out, it's just going to make the product worse. And it makes the whole group look. And then it really, in the end, it makes you look foolish because you were there. You didn't see it. You didn't notice it. Now you're not going to notice everything. Like little typos. That's not something... Everyone um, finds, but those are the kind of things we have to keep an eye out for. And then, and any, it's very hard not to be cynical when you, and I, and, and this is so, I guess I'm on a tangent. Am I on a rant? Maybe. But you have to be constructive and say, look, I says, yes, it may be working the way the requirement is, but I wrote, I don't think there's 40, 47,000 new enterprise coach jobs scattered across the United States. And at one point it was 90. I told my wife, I said, yeah, for months it was about 3,000, which sounds reasonable um, across the United States. And then one in one week, it went up to 97,000 postings for enterprise coach. And I'm like, well, that's wrong. But they don't see that, right? They just say, well, you know, we were created and it's doing what it's supposed to. It says, no. I said, there's no way there's 97. I think your your algorithm for identifying um, uh, related jobs as totally broke. And, and they don't see it. Because it's, it's only here in the States, too, by the way, which is the funny part. So I wrote the code. There's a separate code for the United States algorithm. And there's a separate code for the... Uh, European Union algorithm and there's a separate code for like Philadelphia so they're all separate coding and you you wonder why things are so screwed up but anyway but I just want to bring that up well, we have to look around not just exactly at the story it's like how does the story fit in the bigger picture 
Yes, I'm testing the story, but is everything going around? And this is where our testers really earn their keep is they do a little exploratory testing around the requirement. Maybe they said, I just wanted to, well, maybe I'll just check a couple other users, make sure it doesn't show up or operates correctly as I'm testing this one requirement for this one user base, because that's what we need to do. We need to grow a little bit on that and make sure that things around it are look, working appropriately. Um, and it's also important why you have to understand a little bit about business that you're in, that if you can't see, like, why would those job postings be there? And you're in a big job, like HR type software program, but yet you can't see that that doesn't make any sense. Um, makes you understand why it's important for teams to understand the product and the customer base and what they're looking for. So apparently they don't. And whoever the product owner is for LinkedIn on the US search, they're not doing their job. Be honest with you. Anyway, I know I'm on a tangent. I just wanted to share that with you because it's something relevant, something new, classic. It happens a lot. And we just got to help them understand and work them through it. Now, they could just tell me to go pound freaking sand. And they probably will because most help desk places do that nowadays. But you know what? I'm going to let them know. I says, I wouldn't hire you <laughs> because you don't see that, you know, that would actually be a good test. If you had, a, if you were hiring a tester and you, and you give them exactly what they want and then something on the side is wrong, see if they're aware and they look around outside of the box that we create for them to work in. Do they look outside that box? Do they see what's going on around them? And that would be a great interview question, by the way. You know, maybe I should create something like that. So anyway, I was to say, what do you see wrong in this picture? So with that, I say, take care. Goodbye. Have a great day. And we will see you tomorrow. And see ya. <laughs>